and to top it all, top it all off, we have a COVID virus that's really not seeming to be going anywhere. Amen. <laughs> but, you know, the Lord showed me that's a reason for us to love him at a greater measure. All these things going on, we should be getting closer and closer to God and loving him at a greater measure. Because man is failing at solving all these problems. Folks should be flocking to God right now, saints. See, in Christ, it's a lot of love going around. It's peace, it's health, it's strength. Because everything we need is in him. Amen. See, in Christ, love is on the increase, not hate. And why is that? Because God is love. Amen. Not only did he so love, which he did, he so loved us that he gave his only begotten son. He died for us to prove he loves us. But he is actually love, period. God is love. So if, if we keep Christ as the head of our life, our walk is full of love, saints of God. So here's the real question. Why isn't it enough love going around? Because we're seeing all this civil unrest. We're seeing all this hate and smashing grabs and carts uh, being stolen. People being, well, we're seeing that. <laughs> but my question is, why isn't enough love going around? And I brought that to the Lord. Lord, what, what is, why isn't enough love going around? <laughs> and this is what the Lord showed me. It's one of the major reasons. Because Christians are not sharing. <laughs> Amen. We have to learn to share our food, saints of God. See, the word of God is food. Remember, man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. That's our food. <laughs> when God speaks those words, that's our food. That's what sustains us, not just physical food. Amen but every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. So we have to share Christ, saints. We got to share the love. Amen. The plan is to step up our evangelism game, saints. Step up our outreach. Amen. And he's been dealing with me a lot about this. We got to step up our outreach game, saints. Because today it appears that hate is overshadowing love. That can't be. Darkness can't overshadow light. <laughs> when, when, when that dark room is in and, and when you're in that dark room and the light comes on, darkness flees. Amen. <laughs> but today it, it appears like this, this hate, this darkness is overshadowing the love. And I got to say this to you. God is still in control. And there's nothing new under the sun. And God is not surprised by all these negative hateful shenanigans that's going on in this earth today. It's not like he wasn't, he, he, he doesn't know or he's surprised or he's shocked by this. He's not, saints of God. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Let me show it to you in the scriptures because I want to get right down to business today, saints. Let me show this to you. If, you. if you all would, could you follow me? Could you turn in your Bibles to Matthew chapter 24? I want to show you this real quick today. And get this in your spirit, because we got to step up our game, saints of God. We got to step up our sharing of the word, our evangelism, our outreach. We got to step it up in this season we're in right now. 
and I'm going to show you why. Thank you, Jesus. Everybody in Matthew 24, look at verse 1. It says, and Jesus went out and departed from the temple, and his disciples came to him for to show him the buildings of the temple. Let me give you this revelation right here. Our body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Uh, we invited Jesus to live in us and sit on the thrones of our hearts. <laughs> so we don't want him to depart. Get that in your spirit, saints. It said Jesus went out and he departed from the temple. That's what we don't want, saints. <laughs> At the time of Jesus' ministry, saints of God, the temple was one of the most impressive structures in the world. Amen. It was made of massive blocks of stone. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Yesterday, Thank you, Lord, Jesus. started uh, putting... Uh, Thank you, Jesus. Started, uh, it's a line going trying on. Trying to... Uh, he doesn't know that her mic is up. I'm trying to... And it's less than... You see, I bought it on the uh, trying 13th to, uh, of last month. Turn and this it ain't mic off. If she doesn't know, thanks to God. Just be patient uh, for me. Uh, 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 I brought it out of here. Uh-huh. Mm. Yeah, I did a check. Hallelujah, Lord. See that line right across here? Flickering. Oh, yep, it sure is. She doesn't so know. I'm, I'm going to see if I can continue. Disable that mic. Um, I threw the so I'm going to try to continue over that. Stay focused. As long as you have the feet, the remote, and At the time of Jesus' ministry, the temple was one of the most impressive structures in the world. Okay. Okay. I want to make sure. Just bring this so we can scan that. Okay. Let's give it a second. Let's give it a second. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Sister Pam, I don't know if you can hear me, but you could please silence your mic right now. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Okay, thanks. I want to continue. Um, and what I was saying, we were talking about the temple because Jesus had just left it. And I was telling you at the time of Jesus' ministry, the temple was one of the most impressive structures in the world because it was made of massive blocks of stone with gold ornamentation. This scripture says again, that the disciples came to show him the buildings of the temple. Let's look at verse two. And Jesus said unto them, see ye not all these things? Verily I say unto you, the, there shall not be left here one stone upon another that shall not be thrown down. <laughs> so Jesus told his disciples, all this stuff is going to be destroyed. And let me say this to you, as I studied this more and more, this temple was literally destroyed in, in AD 70, which was 40 years later that he said this. Titus, the Roman general, had built a large wooden scaffold around the walls of the temple, piled it high with wood and flammable items, and set it on fire, saints. <laughs> and when I was looking at, as Jesus was speaking, this, 
the, the heat from the fire was so intense that the stones crumbled. The rumble was then sifted to retrieve the gold, the melted gold. Remember this temple was made out of stone and gold and the remaining ruins was thrown down into the Kindred Valley. So Jesus was speaking prophetically of this destruction of the temple. But this was also the temple that Jesus threw out the money changes as well, saints. See, Jesus taught reference, reverence in the house of God, saints of God. He taught reverence. Remember, our body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Amen. So he taught how to reverence it. Saints, it should be a house of prayer, not a den of deed, of uh, a den of thieves. Thank you, Jesus. So today we're talking about the hate and the violence and the civil unrest and the sickness and the disease and all the negativity going around. But it's no shock to God. Amen. And this is what I want to show you. Look at verse three. And as he sat upon the Mount of Olives, the disciples came unto him privately, saying, Tell us when shall these things be? The disciples wanted to know, when is this temple going to be destroyed? They said, tell us when it's going to be, saying, uh, and what shall be the sign of thy coming and of the end of the world? Thank you, Jesus. So the physical temple would be destroyed in less than 40 years, saints of God. So I was telling you in a previous scripture. But the temple of his body was about to be destroyed in just a few days after he was talking to him on this Mount of Olives. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Look at verse four, saints. Thank you, Lord. Verse four says this. And Jesus answered and said unto them, take heed that no man deceive you. So one sign that Jesus is coming when his coming is near, it's going to be a lot of deception. Because he says to his disciples here, this is the first thing he said when they said, well, show us what, what it's going to look like, the end of the world. The first thing he tells them is take heed that you don't be deceived. <laughs> See, this word is for today, saints, because we are in the end times. You got to be careful today that no man deceive you. And deception is really on increase. And this scripture is telling us to take Amen. Then verse five says this, for many shall come in my name saying, I am Christ and shall deceive many. So one great thing to look for says many are coming saying that they're Christ. But it also says many folks are going to buy into that. Huh? It says and shall deceive many. Many are going to believe them. Amen. That's why this word, that's why we have to share this word, saints. Why are they going to believe that? Because they don't know. They don't know the word. We, we need to share it. Amen. That, you know, it's a lie going around. The devil was telling it, what you don't know can't hurt you. That's a lie. Amen. What you don't know can kill you. The scripture says, my people are, are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. It can destroy you what you don't know. Amen. So we got to share. We got to tell them. We got to let them know, saints of God. Again, we got to step up our evangelism. We got to step up our outreach. Amen. This is not the time to be quiet. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. It says many will be deceived. 
Look at verse six. It says, and ye shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that ye be not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. <laughs> all saints of God, out of all this civil unrest, all this stuff we see going on right now, Jesus is saying, see that ye be not troubled. Oh, get that right there in your spirit. Because it's troubling when I see it. Amen. You know, just people just, I, I saw in Chinatown, the guy just rolled up on the man and shot him 22 times. They still don't know why that happened. Amen. That's troubling to me. Amen. But Jesus is saying here, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. Wars and rumors of wars. I just heard the other day, I was listening to the, the news that Russia was about to invade Ukraine's eastern border. And the U.S., the NATO officials are watching nervously as Russian President Vladimir Putin, they don't know what he might do. <laughs> that, that, was, that was what I read and what I just heard. He's saying there should be wars and rumors of wars. Will, he, will, 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 will Vladimir Putin... Would he heed the U.S. warning and not further invade? <laughs> wars and rumors of wars going on right now, saints. I want you to see this. Don't, don't turn a blind eye to this right now. See, the scripture is saying these things are going to happen, but the end is not yet. Amen. I want you all to see this and get it so clear. Get it in your spirit today, saints. It says, for nation shall rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. And there shall be famines and pestilences and earthquakes in diverse places. And then verse eight said, all these are the beginning of sorrows. <laughs> it's saying it's just that we're in the beginning right now. That's why God is not shocked on what's going on today, saints. Because Jesus is telling his disciples 2,000 years ago what the end is going to look like. Amen. Things are going to get worse as men's heart wax more and more cold. This is one of the main reasons we have to today step up our evangelism game, saints. We have to step up our outreach. We have to witness to people today like never before. Amen. The will of God is for not one to perish, but all to come to repentance. That is the will of God. God wants to work through us to make that happen. Amen. And this is Christmas time, saints. <laughs> We're supposed to be speaking of good cheer and all of that. But I want to show you what the Lord showed me for this season that we're in right now. Look at verse 9, saints. It says, Then shall they deliver you up to be afflicted, and shall kill you, and ye shall be hated of all nations for my name's sake. Verse 10 says this, and then shall many be offended and shall betray one another and shall hate one another. See, we're talking about hate today. What is with all this hate? God just answered our question. <laughs> we are entering the last days. Let me read verse 10 again. And then shall many be offended. People get offended so easy <laughs> and shall betray one another. And then they begin to betray each other <laughs> and shall hate one another. 
Oh, when I ask God that, Lord, what's with all this hate? See, when I ask you all the questions, I ask you all in the opening of the service. Believe me, I ask the Lord first. And then he shows me this, and this is why I'm showing it to you. Amen. And then shall many be offended and shall betray one another and shall hate one another. God is answering our question, saints. What's with all this hate going on right now, Lord? We're entering into the last days. That's what he's showing us. Look at verse 11. And many false prophets shall rise and shall deceive many. Also, the false prophet is going to rise up. huh? Looking like they're from God, but they're false. They're going to deceive people. And it says, and shall deceive many. A lot of people going to be deceived. Oh, you all see why our witness today is so important. Amen. Because all these things are we're entering into. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. The more will be revealed. That's what I want to say on that one. Verse 12 says this. And because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. It says iniquity, saints, is going to abound. That's what we're looking at right now. And the love of many will wax cold because of this iniquity, saints of God. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Catch this right here, saints of God. This is for all of us. But he that shall endure unto the end, the same shall be saved. Saints of God, I want to tell you again, this is not the time to quit. <laughs> This today in this season we're in is not the time to throw the towel in. This, this scripture right here is saying the one who endures to the end shall be saved. Everybody say that's us. Amen. We're not quitting. We're going to endure into the end. Amen. I know I didn't come this far to quit, saints of God. I know you didn't come this far to quit in the Lord. Amen. Matter of fact, we should be drawing even closer and nearer. Amen. And stepping up our witness game. We should be letting, sharing our food. The word of God is food. We got to share it with them now. Let them know. Hey, this is it. Well, what's going on? When that question gets asked and we get asked that, well, what's really going on in this world? I mean, we never see. We got to share this word of God. We need the Lord. <laughs> See, the world is saying, oh, we're going we're gonna to step up our police officers, our police force, and we're going to change our elected officials, and we're going to do this, and we're going to do that. And it's getting worse. Saints of God is not working. Man doesn't have the solution. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. And it's obvious we can see it. <laughs> the answer is Christ. Thank you, Lord Jesus. <laughs> and we got to tell them the truth, saints of God. The answer today is Christ. Look at verse 14, saints. It says, and this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations. And then shall the end come. That's where we come in, saints of God. I want you to see this clear. See, the gospel has to be preached to all the world for a witness to every nation. Then the, then, the, then the end shall come. Oh, thank you, Jesus. We got to get the word out, saints. We got to 
be greater witnesses in this hour. We gotta learn to share our food. We're nearing the end, it's obvious. Don't turn a blind eye or a deaf ear on them today. Oh, thank you Jesus, I wanna show you this. So this is the Christmas message. Yeah, saints of God, we're in the Christmas season. Let's not squander this Christmas on commercial gain only. Worrying about presents and I'm going to get them this and I'm going to get them that. That's beautiful. But the greatest gift you can give is Christ. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> what Jesus tell them about that temple, that physical stuff, all that stuff is going to perish anyway. He says it's all going to be brought down. But we got we to gotta spread the love of God through evangelism and outreach, saints of God. We're in that season right now. This Christmas season is the perfect time to begin sharing God's word. We have a great opportunity in this season, saints of God. What's that saying they got going? What? Tis the season to be jolly. Merry Christmas. <laughs> the Lord showed me this just this morning. He said, no, Merry Christ. Uh, we got to get them married to Christ like we are. We are the bride of Christ. He's returning for us. Amen. And, we, and he wants to marry as many as he can. We got to take this word, saints of God, and join people to Christ. Oh, he died for us. I like the example he gives in marriage because if you receive Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, you are married to him. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. And the example he gives for us in, in a physical sense with our marriages down here, he tells men to love their wives like he loved the church and laid down his life for it. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. See, we got to lay down our life, men and God, men and women of God, for the gospel. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We got to get him the word now. Time is getting short. We are running out of time. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Your unsaved loved ones, your unsaved friends, it's now time to talk to them. Amen. This is the season to be jolly. This is a great season. I mean, it, it, it's supposed to be about the birth of Christ. We should be talking about that. Should be talking about our birth, how it was really messed up. Adam messed it up, but we can be born again. We need to let them know that. Amen. We're all messed up in, in ourselves, but we're not in ourselves. We're in Christ and he's in us. And that's the game changer saying to God. So we got to offer Christ the savior of the world to, the, to this dying world, saints. We got to offer the one who died for his wife, which is the church. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. We got to get in our spirit to introduce Christ to a dying world, saints. Everybody just say amen to that. Remember, our body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. It's a house of prayer, saints of God. Not a den of thieves. Thank you, Jesus. All oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. The Lord showed me this morning he wanted to release an anointing 
on us to evangelize, to have more outreach, to share his word more, to take his word everywhere we go and share it, to make disciples. Oh, we got to be faithful with that, saints of God. Please hear me. We have to be faithful with that. God is faithful, and he wants us to be faithful with taking his word to this dying world, especially today. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, let, let me pray this prayer right now, saints. Everybody's hands up, lifted, submitting to God. Lord, I ask in the name of Jesus, Father, that you release that anointing that you showed me this morning, that anointing of outreach and evangelism, Father, so we can all seize the opportunity when it presents itself and offer Christ. Hallelujah, Lord. Oh, Father, thank you for the anointing to win souls for the kingdom. No way can darkness overshadow light, Lord. We are the light of this world, Father. I ask that you strengthen us, Lord, to put our lights away, not to put our lights away, Lord, but to shine them bright. This Christmas season is about a lot of bright lights. Let the bright light shine in us, Father, that we win souls for the kingdom and just don't watch them perish, Lord. Oh, thank you, Jesus. This, this, this Christmas season, Lord, let us be a huge blessing to the kingdom, sharing the most important gift we could ever receive. And that is Jesus the Christ. Oh, Father, we, 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 our hearts are ready to receive the anointing right now as we lift our hands to thee. Open our eyes, Lord. Open our ears, Lord. Not our will, but your will be done in our life, Father. And we know your will is for not one person to perish, but everybody to come to the, the knowledge to repent, Lord, and come to the knowledge of the truth. So thank you, Lord. We're thanking you for the anointing, Lord. You said you would release that anointing to us, and we're thanking you for it right now. We give you the glory. We give you the praise. We give you the honor. So we thank you for receiving that anointing to win souls. Prepare those hearts, Lord. We know you got some folks lined up for us even now, Father. As you prepare our hearts to witness to them, prepare their hearts to receive from us. In Jesus' name, I pray this prayer. We all touch and agree. Everybody who agree with that prayer say, amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah. I got an announcement to make saints of God. Because faith without works is dead. Amen. So we had planned this luncheon for December 26th. We're going to sponsor a luncheon. That's the day after Christmas. And what I want everybody to do, to do is invite some unsaved friends and family out for this post-Christmas luncheon. Oh, thank you, Jesus. This service will begin at 11 a.m. And we're going to have a light lunch to follow that service. Now, it's a ministry that, that usually starts their service at 10. And then we follow that ministry at 1. Well, that bishop, uh, Bishop Clark and I, 
that day we're going to do a duet. She's going to speak and then I'm going to speak. And then again, we're asking that you bring all your unsaved friends and family out. Just invite them out to the luncheon. But we're going to give them more than just bread alone. We're going to feed them a lunch, but it's just not going to be bread alone, saying to God. See, now is the time. This is the opportunity. And I want you to set a number to what I'm saying to you. It might at least five. Let the minimum be five that you talk to, that you encourage to come out to the luncheon day after Christmas. We wanted to do a great dinner and sit down and all of those things, but great dinners are going to be the day before because this is the day after Christmas. Everybody's going to be full on that kind of food. So we wanted to offer just a light lunch. Amen. So invite again the plan saying to God, please hear me. Invite all your unsaved friends. If you know the person needs Christ, which is all of us. Amen. But you know, I just want to invite this person out to the luncheon. Again, it's going to be at 11 a.m. Sunday, December 26. The address is 19600 Glenwood Road, and that's in Chicago Heights. 11 a.m., the day after Christmas. Amen. We're going to put this outreach, this evangelism anointing to work, saints of God. We just don't want to hear this word, and it's just another word. We know all word of God is good. But I know I got some unsaved friends and some unsaved family that need to come out and hear. At least I don't want it on my conscience. I didn't tell them. Let's tell them, saints of God. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord Jesus. Again, I'm going to put this in writing. I'm going to send this text out to everybody. I can send it out too. And everybody on the line, please write the information down. December 26th is going to be the luncheon. And God is going to move and save many, many unsaved folks, friends, and family. We, can, we know some folks that we know need Christ. And they just don't know. We're not talking to them. We got to share our food. The word of God is food. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. All right, saints, I'm going to outreach right now and ask, who do we need to pray for? Do you, is it anybody on the line that have somebody immediately we need to pray for? 